Welcome back or welcome to Sparkle Inside You with Essie with me, your host Essie. And today is such a very exciting episode. Today we will be having our very first special guest. I'll give you guys one hint. She's someone I've mentioned on many previous episodes. I'll give you guys a few seconds to think about it. Cue Jeopardy music. How about I just let her introduce herself and tell all about her in this story. Hi, I'm Jillian, skin by Jillian Lee on Instagram and I changed my name on TikTok, so that's my TikTok now too. I wanted to talk about my experiences with benign extensional hand tremors. So if you don't know what that is, basically it's a muscular disorder where you can get them anywhere in your body, but most people get them in their hands. And basically, it's just like your hands shake and it makes things hard to do. So I'll be talking about them, what I've learned from having them, and like the types of my life, like the aspects of my life that have been affected by having them and what I do to cope with them. Can't wait to hear it. I hope <laughs> you guys are so excited to hear it too. Yeah, same. <laughs> okay so oh i already talked about this well it's like a movement disorder i thought it was a muscular disorder <laughs> it's a movement disorder and it called and the cause of it is still unknown to this day although mine my the cause of mine is genetic so i was born with them for as long as I can remember, even back in first grade, kids would always ask me why my hands shake. And at the time, obviously, I didn't know what to tell them because back then I didn't know, really notice them. I always thought like I was the same as the same as everybody else. Like I didn't really realize my hands were shaking at the time. But as time went on, things got worse for me. In high school, it was very noticeable and kids would bully me and mimic my hand movements all because they just found it funny that my hands shook. I would try so hard to hide them, but it was just no use because these kids knew. They just already knew they could they could like tell. So they would continuously point it out to me as if I wasn't aware as a junior in high school. Like I was obviously aware then when I was in first grade and like kids just found it funny because kids were cruel. I struggled a lot with writing and my penmanship in school and also with drawing because I growing up I used to growing up I used to love to draw and those were things I was really interested in which made me sad and let down as a child because I couldn't draw a circle right or even a straight line in geometry in 10 was that 10th grade yeah 10th grade I had geometry class eighth period and by the end of the day, my hand tremors were always a lot worse than they were in the start of the day. And geometry was hard for me because we had to take all, all of our notes. Like we didn't use the book. He had us write notes every single day. And we had to draw a lot of diagrams, but it wasn't the concepts of geometry, 
or the subject that was difficult for me because I always excelled so well in school. It was drawing and it didn't matter if it was with a pen or a pencil because it was always hard for me regardless. <laughs> Do you have any questions? Well, how did that make you feel when kids were picking on you and you didn't really know what was going on either? Well, when I was in first grade, I remember kids would ask me a lot, but I don't think they were really necessarily picking on me until I got older and I knew that I had tremors by the time I was 16. But when I was only seven or six, I really didn't know what they were because I didn't really notice. As time went on, like even middle school, kids would bully me in middle school for it too. They would mimic me and like dance around and like just like kind of make fun of me. And it really hurt me because it was something about me that I couldn't control. Like they just happen on their own, you know? Like it's your body. It's the way you were born and I can't really change that. And I really don't want to anymore, but at the time I really just wish they were gone. Like that one day I would wake up and I wouldn't have them anymore. Kids can seriously be so cool sometimes. And I feel like a lot of us can relate to that with whatever we have going on. Just like people think that, oh, this person's different. They got something going on with them. They're such an easy target. Let's pick on them and make fun of them. So childish. It's sad because in high school, most of the time it was kids I only had one class with and I didn't even know them. Like they didn't know me either and they were picking on me. It was always somebody different. It was never the same people. And like, it's even rude just to ask why somebody has something. Like you don't go up to somebody with a birthmark on their chest and ask how they got that. Like, it's the same type of thing. You don't ask people what, why they're the way they are, unless you genuinely want to be their friend. It's a little different. But if you just go up to somebody you don't even know and ask them, that's the first thing you tell them. That's really fucked up, not going to lie. And it's really rude because it just throws you off. Like as a person with other things I struggle with, people, if they come up to me and ask me, oh, why do you need extra time on the tests that we take in class? Like, it's just personal. You don't ask people those questions. Very true. Well, look at it this way. You're talking about your story and they're doing whatever, probably not going really far in life. So. Yeah, very true. So I took art in seventh and eighth grade and I actually really enjoyed it because even though that class was hard for me, in eighth grade, okay, this is where some tea. So like eighth grade, my friend was in that class and me and my friend sat at the same table, but my crush was also in that class. So I always liked being president in that class because he was there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> 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 I liked a lot of the projects that we did though that year in my eighth grade year. Like we did paper mache and we did ceramics. We learned how to draw and shade 3D shapes. I stopped drawing eventually though, because my art never turned out the way I imagined it in my mind. And I can never like pull photos from my brain and ideas and put them onto paper the way I wanted them to be. It also made me sad because I used to be really good at art, but when I got older, my tremors got worse and I just kind of stopped doing what I love to do. That's so sad. Yeah. So, 
my penmanship and like what my handwriting looks like really did improve in eighth grade. So there's a little story time here. It was eighth grade and I was in Spanish class and there was this girl in my class and we were working on like, a, we had to write like a paragraph in Spanish and present it in front of the class. So it was like a little like mini project assignment. We we're working on that together and I saw her handwriting and I just wished mine was more like hers because mine was so hard to read and it was because of my tremors. I eventually started to perfect it and I learned how to somewhat control my shaking when I write. I, I practiced like a lot, like every single day in homeroom in eighth grade, like every, every time I had to do an assignment that involved like writing on paper, I practiced and like, it just kind of, I just kind of over time created my own font all based on determination and that one day in Spanish class. That's um, really cool. Yeah. I, I can't even do that. Yeah, because from kindergarten all the way to seventh grade, my handwriting was really bad. And my teachers just comment on it and be like, you need to do something about this. And every time I tried, I was never able to. And then when I hit eighth grade, I saw her handwriting, I was like, girl your handwriting is so cool like I wish mine was like yours and I remember she said thank you and ever since that day I just remember practicing to make it look different like look like hers in a way my handwriting now doesn't look anything like hers but it's mine and it's, I created it and it looks a lot better than what it did when I was in seventh grade so yeah I just really worked hard to eventually create my own handwriting sounds like to me you're very creative yeah, thank you. So this skips ahead. I graduated high school in 2019. So I'm going to be talking about like after that in 2020, the, during the pandemic and stuff, because during the pandemic and when it hit, I had so much free time on my hands. And I just learned about my love for music during that time because at the time in high school, I really, I was in chorus from fourth grade to like 10th, 11th grade or so. And I kind of stopped 12th grade, but I didn't know how to play any instruments, even though I liked to sing. I wasn't even that great at singing at the time either, but I wanted to become better. So that year in 2020 was the year that I taught myself how to play piano and the keyboard. I taught myself how to hit the notes with my hands. And although I'm still learning how to, I am able to play with the way my hands shake. When I play piano, I feel like I can do anything and I never give up because music became a part of my life that was always there for me. It never gave up on me. So how could I ever give up on music? I started to overcome the way my essential tremors stopped me from doing the things I love. And even though I may have never went back to art and drawing, I made it my mission to never give up, to never give up on music because it was too important to me to ever let go of. And the thought of ever giving up on my first true love or a passion pained me. So I just never gave up on it. And I am still taking it one day at a time and learning like how to play certain chords or songs in general but I do it because I love it and I am never going to give up on it. I love that. Music is a 
awesome. And it takes a lot of skill and determination to teach yourself how to play an instrument, especially without it does. impatience. It takes a lot of time. And patience is something I, I always lacked my whole life. So it's definitely been difficult for me to stick with things like that I love to do anyways, because when I, I was in that period of time where I wasn't as good as how I wanted to be, it was always hard to stay and stick with things that I love to do. And there's some things I quit on when I was like 14 or, or 15, I regret doing it because I loved it that much, but I just didn't have the patience to get better at it. But with music, I built some sort of patience for that because I remember during the very beginning of 2020, I did give up on it at one point because I just thought, like, cause I didn't know I loved it that much. And so I went back to it later on in the year and I got better. And once I learned where the letters were, I it gave me motivation to learn everything else because I, when I gave up on it, I couldn't remember the letters and where they were. And that's why I gave up. Like the C to the C, like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Letters on the piano. I gave up because I felt like I would never learn the places of everything. But when I went back to it, I was more determined because I think I realized I missed playing, I missed learning, I missed like communicating with the keys, with my hands touching them. Like I just missed the feeling of playing piano. So I went back and I learned and I stuck with it. Yeah. That makes my heart so happy. You guys all know, because I always talk about how much I love music. But it makes me so happy. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Oh, so, Bessie. <laughs> so, in July of 2021, I actually enrolled in cosmetology school because I grew a strong love for makeup and skincare. I wasn't really into hair like that. And once I realized that most of the program was honestly just based on hair, I didn't want to force myself to do something that didn't make me happy. So I switched into their aesthetics program. And if you don't know what that is, esthetician work does makeup application. We wax like body hair and we give facials and stuff. So it's like skincare, makeup, and waxing is basically what it is. But I fell in love even more with skincare and makeup when I finished that program. It was something I could actually somewhat do pretty well with having tremors and being such a difficult, and like tremors were was always such a difficult barrier in my life. So that made me really proud of myself for finishing the esthetician program. Of course, like, I still have to get my license, though, but I am taking steps one at a time to get there. But the point is, I never gave up on makeup and skincare because in my heart, I felt like this was my version of art now that I grew up. Makeup and skincare was my art and my way to use bright colors to be able to, to be able to, to express myself and make myself feel good in my own skin and just a bit happier. Like, I may never go back to art but I found a way that is just like it to express myself and I was good at it. So I never gave up on that either. 
I consider makeup and skincare a form of art. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like it replaced my love for drawing, but it's like the same thing. You're just, you're the canvas or the other person that you're applying it to is the canvas. So now it's May of 2022 and some of the things I've learned from this whole thing and dealing with essential tremors is that you should never let anything stop you from achieving your dreams because when you when things are tougher like than they that when things are tougher than if they were like easier for you you would have nothing to be proud of think about that because if achieving your dreams doesn't have barriers, then things would always be easy and life would be boring without triumph and hardships. Difficulty in our lives literally creates more of a storyline and gives us opportunities to inspire others. Without that backstory about our previous struggles throughout our lives, we wouldn't be able to show others they can get through anything. We would not be able to speak out about difficulty and how we got past a difficult time in our life if we never experienced barriers that tried to stop us from showing the world our talents and having the career of our dreams. So in order to prosper in life, we all need to accept our differences and embrace ourselves, our impurities, and even the barriers that try to stop us from achieving our dreams, especially the ones that we cannot control. Even though it's harder for me to do the things I love to do or even just daily tasks that I could do better if I didn't have tremors, having tremors has made me a stronger individual and given me more of a perspective on life and success in itself. I love that. I love that. I love everything you just said. I 100% agree. Yeah. So, something else I also learned that sometimes the th- sometimes things like that we see as barriers in our lives can be used as a secret secret weapon to get to get us closer to our dreams so for example my hand tremors they can be used to create irreplaceable art that cannot be replicated by somebody else that does not have a that that does not have a hand tremor like mine so instead of referring to my tremors as a barrier, I should just embrace them, like I said, and start to look at them as a blessing in disguise. Having tremors does not make my dreams unreachable, but makes me closer to them. It is all about your mindset and how you view yourself in the world around you. Yes. Yes. It's all about the mind. You believe, well, you believe what you tell yourself. It's also like... If you see something negative, there's always a way you can look at it positive too. So it could be a situation, something about yourself that you wish you could change, but you can't. It could be like anything, another, even your view of another person. If they did you wrong and you look at them negatively, there's always something positive about what they did to you that you can look at that and be like thankful, more grateful for it happening in the first place. So if you look at yourself and everything about yourself in a more positive light, then you are more likely to be able to reach your goals and dreams because you're believing in yourself. I am personally still learning how to love myself, you know, and my mindset is not where I want it to be just yet. And I do not really believe that I'm good at anything I do, but 
just because I do not see it doesn't mean that what I think of myself is the truth. As human beings, we we are not in a race in life. You don't have to be at the same place as somebody else because our stories are all different and we all grow and learn and live in different paces and that's okay. But even so, it's important to unlearn the bad things you were taught when you were little and grow from it because whenever you start to love who you are, remember that your tremors or your mental illness or whatever else you're dealing with does not define you unless you let it. That is very, very, very true. I love that. I want to take it away because I don't really know what else to say. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed having you on this episode. I think you made a lot of points as to why it's very important to never let anything you're dealing with define you and stop you from achieving and doing what you love and what you're doing. And I just want to mention to anybody that's listening to this, this is about hand tremors, but you should never let anything define you as a person. Like it could be physical aspects. It could be mental aspects. It could be anything you're dealing with, like grief. Just don't let it define you. Feel those feelings and get through it because I know you will. Because if you let things stop you from achieving things, you're only going to wish later on in life that you hadn't let it stop you. And you're going to wonder, what if I didn't let this stop me? Where would I be right now? That is very true. I feel like a lot of you guys wonder why I changed the podcast name from Express with Essie to Sparkle Inside You. And the main reason why I changed the podcast name is because everyone has something unique about them. And I believe that's why humans are beautiful because none of us are the same. There's always one thing about us that makes us stand out in the best way possible. And it'll help make the world more of a positive place and help others, and I believe that. Well, Jillian, you have anything else you wanna say? Um, I just want to say, like, I can't express it enough that I know whatever you're going through is probably difficult, but think about the fact that you would not be going through that unless you're meant to help somebody else that is in the future that is going through what you are going through right now. If you look at like all the bad shit that you've gone through and you made it out maybe i don't know maybe the world is supposed to come together and and like we're supposed to all help previous like people in the future that are going through something that we already went through you know like that would make the world so much of a better place and that's why we're supposed to go through shit that makes us they, it might change us it might break us but it still helps us teach kids when we're adults, you know? Yeah, if you're ever wondering like, why did this happen to me? Why am I going for this? I understand because I have moments where I'm like, why did I go through this? Like, what was the point? But I know that the reason why I went through the things I went through is to help other people. And that's why I created this podcast. That's why I do music and all of that. To help other people that are possibly going through the same things I'm going through. 
Yeah, you said it better than I did. I was rambling. <laughs> no, it's okay. Well, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I'm so glad you guys finally got to meet my best friend, Jillian. You guys know, all I do is talk about her in my episodes, and she is honestly so amazing and so inspiring and such a good friend, and I hope you guys get to know her more in future episodes. And I hope that her story with the nine hand tremors inspires you guys in some way, shape or form. I want you guys to know that you're all amazing and beautiful, smart and creative people. And you guys can literally do anything you put your mind to. And remember that you all have a sparkle inside you that is ready to shine. Thank you guys for listening to Jillian's inspiring story. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Bye.